Greetings. Welcome. Welcome back. It is a new year, a new time. Depending on when you're listening to this, this could just be another entry. So if that's the case, greetings still regardless. It's all good over here. I've recognized that astrologically, March is the mark of the new year, which I found very interesting. And so I didn't miss out on nothing, you know. I'm very well aware of when I'm uploading this episode. I'm very well aware of what is going on. And through learning how to slow down and learning all these little lessons along the way, something else has made itself more apparent to me. And that is the concept of there being another way. And that's genuinely what this episode is all about. So I hope you're doing well wherever you reside on the planet. I know that there has been a lot of content, especially in January, that's really pushing vision boards, starting over, starting anew, or carrying over goals from last year. This year's our year, 2023's our year, and doing that whole journey and massive lap around the sun and And having fun with that. And it is a fun time. It's an exciting time. But I've always thought it very interesting that it's in the middle of winter. Like the dead of winter. You know, the animals aren't even coming out yet. (laughs) So, you know, um, it's just very interesting how astrologically we start or the new year would start in spring. If you're paying attention to lunar new year, then you see that They use February, which is closer to spring, which I would admire and honor a lot more, which, you know, it is the year of the rabbit. I believe the water rabbit, if I'm not mistaken. And so happy Lunar New Year to all of you as well, residing in Asia or around. But most importantly, my thing is making sure that everyone's settled in before I create an episode. Everyone has already, you know, done their thing. It's New Year, da da da. You know, you've enjoyed. Maybe you've been slacking off a little bit on your goals, etc. Maybe, you know, you haven't gotten the hit of energy you wanted, or maybe you did, and maybe you keep on going. Everyone's different, but it's always kind of been that way since I was really young. Like the teacher would set out papers, and everyone would rush to the front of the class to snatch up their piece of paper, and it wasn't until the coast cleared that I would then get up from my desk and go grab my sheet of paper and that be that. There's something about that calm, getting up, taking time to grab what you need because the teacher, right, if we look at it from a bigger sense, the teacher would always have more than enough copies to go around and yet there was always a mad dash or race or scramble to get materials and resources which is you know very interesting looking back at it so now that i have your full undivided attention everyone has gotten up rushed consumed all their new year content etc let us converse and it feels super good to be back and i'm ready and i'm well rested and i know what i want to say and talk about and how i want to set up my episodes and everything so last year I was on this massive journey of self-discovery, but most importantly within that chapter or that realm, healing. 
more specifically healing the inner child. It wasn't something that I set out for. Last year, I was in the mad dash. I was like, oh, it's going to be my year. It's going to be perfect. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going to lynch myself for these subscribers and followers. And I'm going to I'm gonna study all the social media stuff. And, you know, I also want to get languages in. And I want to do journaling. And, like, I just, like, a whole bunch of things at once. Um, and it's something that I wanted very deeply. And that did not happen at all. That was not the plan. We can make plans, but sometimes the plans are not the plan. Sometimes the answer doesn't need to be... Sometimes the answer isn't no. Sometimes it means not yet. Or let's assort this first and then figure out if this is something you really want. And I was doing my shadow work and that is a conversation that will be had the month of March. It's going to happen so I can have it. It's been spoken about, that journey, that history, that time in my life. And then I can put like a nice little bow on top of it in that manner. Because one thing I found very interesting is a lot more people are beginning to have that conversation but it's one thing to talk about it and say you're doing little prompts here and there and then having a whole year where you've experienced it and gone through it. Although everyone is not the same, I comprehend this, but shadow work is not, it's not a toy. <laughs> it's not a one and done, you know. I don't want to get on a tangent about it, but people are like, oh yeah, like I'm going to be doing my shadow work while I go conquer the world. I'm like, you are healing, <laughs> You are healing. Like when an athlete is hurt, they do not just jump back into the game. They have to take time to heal. When a warrior is down, they must tend to their wounds. You cannot just continue. It is that one time in your life that you give yourself the chance to sit back, slow down, and give yourself your undivided attention. The reason why the shadow work needs to be done in the first place is because you were hurt and you had to keep pushing ahead regardless. Oh, there was still school. There's still family matters. There's still work. So shadow time not shadow time, but shadow work is a time that requires full undivided attention, period, period. I don't even want to debate that. It's, you know, like if you can't give yourself that, just don't bother quite for like, it's legitimately all or nothing. Like it's no time for you to mess with your inner child. Like that's the last thing your inner child and your inner self and your inner world needs is for you to give up on them. Okay, for you not to give them the undivided tension and time and care and healing that they deserve, you deserve. If you don't want to, like, keep it for another year. Either that or there's going to be, just like it happened for me last year, there's going to be a time where everything's just going to shut down and you're going to have to face it regardless. You're just going to have to face yourself. If you have big things you're up to or you know you must get to getting through the shadow work does wonders but I don't want to go too much on a tangent on that because I could but let's not but a part of that year of healing was getting to know about astrology and numerology it's get you get to know yourself on so many different levels and so many different aspects of self that Nothing is really off the table and it's fun. 
right? So I had a lot of fun. In fact, numerology is so dope because it's all around us all the time. Right now I'm looking at the clock and it says 9.55, you know, it's just like little angel numbers, all kinds of signs, synchronicities, things of that nature. And the only thing I ever needed numbers for was money. And that's because growing up, I was never like a math whiz. Like, that's not really how my brain worked. But numerology kind of just cracked me open in that way. And I actually really enjoy the whole adding, subtracting, the meaning behind the numbers and all of it. Like, I just had such a great time, you know. I had to always do a little bit of extra in math growing up pay attention a little bit more, focus a little harder. I just never, I was never advanced in math. That was never my thing. But I definitely did not play with money. Like I know money, I know where money comes from, I know how to invest money, all of this stuff. So I had fun with numbers in that aspect. But ask me, you know, the degrees of a rhombus, like you wasting your time. You might as well just pack it up, pack it up, put it away. You know, geometry, trigonometry, all the things, all the things. No, thank you. But I do understand why people may love math more than they love language. I can comprehend that. Math, it's always one answer and language could be multiple answers. And I get it. I understand it. But interestingly enough, I found a lot of love in numerology You know, it wouldn't be a pod episode if I didn't jump into a spontaneous story time. So I'm recalling that a couple, I think a week or so, or a couple of days before New Year's, something along that sort, I recalled waking up from bed and having one thing on my mind. I knew that I had to change my phone number. So some background on my old phone number is that Let me tell you about her. Everybody had her. Everybody and their mama had my old phone number. Since I first got my phone number in middle school, you know, I remember like I didn't even have a touchscreen phone. Like we couldn't even afford it. Um, But yeah, that's that's my experience. That was my life. And it was my only phone it was my first phone and I remember being so excited you know just passing out the phone number oh if you need answers for tonight's quiz or test or blah blah so you know phone numbers would be easily given out and over time specifically post high school it began to bother me so deeply that people would just reach out text hello and I would respond who is this and they tell me and several different things began to happen with which each response that would deeply disturb me and bother me so some people would begin to trauma dump or gossip or try to pull me into some drama or even just the person giving me their identity would begin to unravel and bother 
the parts of myself that I was in the midst of healing, mind you, because a lot of people just disappeared from thin air. And so for this, hello, how are you from the blue, when you are attempting to communicate to a person that no longer exists or is in the process of being transmuted and transformed, You're coming to trauma dump on a person that is no longer a doormat, understand? And so to me, it's disrespectful. You're being rude. You're being uncouth. There's no decorum, okay? There's no manners. And so I I couldn't. I could not do it. The the, um, sitting back, the block list was too long. You know, the, the point of the matter is like, okay, now I have to move on in my life. The same way people disappeared, moved on with their lives, and then turned around and then hit up my phone off the random blue talking about hello. Who are you, first of all? Second of all, who who sent you? <laughs> who sent you here? I don't want to converse with you. I do not want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. I don't want anything to do with you. I learned my lessons. I know my lessons, you know. Good luck to you on your journey good luck to me on my journey let us now separate right mind you you did it first so i don't understand what we're doing here now you know so whatever they needed to dump or get off their chest they do that and then they leave and this was like all different type like acquaintances like i said the phone number i guarantee you this old number is still sitting in people's phones i guarantee you that from years of please clear out your phones please clear out your we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into i'm not done and it used to be and no longer because i don't have to deal with this anymore is people sparking up a conversation and i respond and then they leave so you just came for the energy got you got you got you you just came here to play around got you got you got you got you got you um you just have zero self-control got you got you got you okay i know i know like i said in this when i leave this earth when i leave this earth plane i don't ever want anyone to say olani was nice nice is nice the etymology for it means it means stupid right kind she didn't take nobody's crap you know heart of gold you know courageous cool nice i don't care for it so that's that on the matter so i don't care i don't care people know what they're doing i don't like we are adults now stop it right so i don't have time time is so precious it's such a precious commodity and for me to sit here and play with other people's sons and daughters is not high on my checklist you see this year we're coming in hot i'm not even playing but yeah so i hated the crawling out of the blue because it gave me anxiety let's talk about it i don't like dis. i don't like discomfort for no reason okay if it's if it's like okay I know I'm going to be uncomfortable for a period of time when I'm healing. That's one thing. Okay, that's my healing. But being uncomfortable because I am allowing this behavior because I'm allowing you to make to I'm allowing your behavior to then affect my mood, to affect my emotions, to affect my energy, to affect 
I don't have time for it. So here's what we'll do. We're just going to remove you from the equation, okay? If it's me, I will remove myself from the equation. You see, I'm good. I'm good like that. In fact, that's whole. That's the whole point. I just remove myself. I remove myself. I don't have time for it. Come on. You know, and it gave me anxiety because I hated the crawling out of the blue because... I know it wasn't about me or my well-being or you really cared to know what I was up to or doing. You know, it was, you know, Lonnie's just a convenient emotional dumping ground for everyone to just, you know, go willy-nilly. And as I've mentioned before, you're healing, you're changing, you're evolving. So you're experiencing all this new stuff. And now someone's coming into your life treating you as if you're still that same person maybe you didn't change but i surely did and i do not have the time so i just at the point when i just get hello i just considered all of it spam messaging um not many things get under my skin or bother me but that that was that was huge that was i was like okay and so the whole changing of the numbers you know and it's the whole, like, because people have not changed, they believe that I have not changed and I'm still the same person. So instead of me having to go out of my way to constantly remove or block or delete conversations or things that didn't make sense, because I was so used to responding and getting nonsense and getting just it's just ridiculous it's absolutely it was actually disgusting like my 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 own sibling was like what is this has got to stop and i said i agree it's legit it's always something always some someone resurfacing why you know that becomes irritating it's one thing if you're like oh it's an old friend we haven't talked in a long time if that has been established but that has not let's 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 stop being children huh Let's go heal our inner child instead. Let's stop. Let's stop acting like we don't know what we're doing to people. Let's get a little self-awareness, a little accountability from here on out. Shall we? We shall. And that is what I had woken up from essentially. Before the changing of numbers, right? I realized there has to be another way. This way of always having to remove and clean up. Why am I cleaning up after you still? Why? Because you have no self-control? No. So I realized I needed to change my number. I needed to change the way that people had access to me. And it's not to say that everyone that messaged me did something wrong or egregious or horrible or it was the end of the world in that aspect. No. However, there's one thing that needs to be acknowledged. And it is the fact that you are addressing me from a place, from a to a person that no longer exists. And so I still do recognize the patterns of conversation, the patterns of like disrespect. I'm not saying everybody did it, but I'm saying like, I want nothing to do with it. I want out. Is that so wrong to want out of the nonsense? I don't believe so. You know, at that point, it's just audacity. It's not personal, just business. And sometimes I feel like people were looking for a reaction. And that's energy expended, obviously. And we could say, well, this is a reaction. No, babes, this is a lesson being relayed. Don't get it twisted. Don't get this wrong, okay? 
you know, and that morning, quite frankly, I woke up, I called my service provider, and it was simple. It was smooth, it was peaceful, and I was putting that off for way too long. It was time for something new, it was time for change, you know, I shouldn't have anxiety when someone messaged me, hello, okay? That should not be something that is happening, all right? What happens when I step into my new life in the new year and I'm giving my number to new people? New people are getting mixed in with old stuff. That's not right. That's not fair, right? Everyone in the past has shown their cards. Please remember this as we move forward. Everyone in the past has shown their cards. New people from a new a new life, new vibration, new era, whatever we want to call it. New friends, new relationships, new lovers, new situations, new opportunities. Those people, places, and things have not shown their card, right? And through that healing, you learn how to trust yourself again. I trust to recognize old patterns and old tricks from old dogs, okay? I trust myself to make the judgment call and discernment required. So when new energies and new people walk in, I am not beating them with a stick that they they didn't do nothing. They haven't shown their hand. They haven't shown their card. Now, if they show their card and I recognize the cards, okay, okay, no, okay, I agree. Step off to the side. Step off to the side. No, 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 no. Just step off to the side for me real quick because I just, I recognize this. I trust myself. I have the discernment for this. That's not what I'm talking about. So you see, you have to make room and space for all the newness coming in. You see, that's what this is all about. I always get to the point, okay? There must be another way, another way, a better way, an evolved way to do things. Have I been receiving hello texts and nonsense of getting anxiety? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It has been glorious. It has been wonderful. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to sit there and receive energies and things that no longer serve you, that you're no longer in that vibration for. We're all in charge of ourselves and we must take accountability over self. Okay, everything else is just nonsense. Anything else is I'm sorry, it's just, does it make sense? It is our job to comprehend what's going on subconsciously and consciously within our being, within our personhood, okay? So in that way, we're aware and we're mindful of ourselves, of our shadows, of our demons, all this stuff going on. You know why? Because if you're not acknowledging it, someone who has acknowledged it is watching you. See, that's why I kind of love, I love Virgos. Virgos are so cool. See, I remember I was talking about astrology, numerology. Stick with me. Virgos are so lovely, okay? I actually met up with one in the beginning of the year. I love that girl. She is so dope. Hi, if she's listening. Hi, my loves. And we're talking. And one thing I realized about Virgos is their boundary game is insane, okay? They do not play with boundaries, right they don't that's not something they play and the way that they sit back and they watch people traverse once you do your shadow your inner work and things like the way you watch people just act 
I'm like, oh, you have not addressed the demons, babe. Because they're all, you think you're hiding it? It's there in plain sight. <laughs> it's right there. Like, she, she is, he is screaming, yelling, kicking, you know, doing all the things. You know, traversing boundaries. Virgos do not play with people traversing boundaries. You, listen, you know, I know they're not for everyone, but they're definitely for me because they do not play that. But I realized that there had to be another way a more peaceful, prosperous way. Lonnie, it's just a number. No, Cherie, you must listen to me, okay? This is a channel of communication. Everything we do is energy, okay? Spiritual, scientific, however you want to take the message, don't know, don't care. I just need you to comprehend that this is a channel of communication. This is a mode for a way people have access to you and your energy and your time, your voice, your face, because now it's, you know, FaceTime, everything. This is how we talk across timelines and time zones and across the planet. This, what I'm doing right now is a mode of communication. I'm speaking to people in Korea right now. I'm speaking to people from the Congo to the Congo, right? Across the United States. This is a mode of communication across South America. This is not a toy. This is not a game. Growing up, the people, someone said, oh, Lonnie just takes her life so seriously. Yeah. Everything is, everything is energy. You know what happens when you don't take yourself seriously? Aish. Aish, when you when you're not listen when you don't operate in wisdom you operate in death it's as simple as that what's the lesson here let me learn it let me comprehend it this is not a toy this isn't a toy this is my boundary this is how you get to talk to me this is how i get to communicate with you how we get to express ourselves to each other. And you are acting in a way that is no respect nor manners. Why I have to do with I? Who are you? Who sent you? Stop. <laughs> this is how business is done. This is where we're supposed to channel good news. There's a wedding. There's a party. There's a baby on the way. Hello. Am I making sense? I better be. I better be making sense. I know I make, I'm talking nothing but sense right now. You know, I want my phone number to be in the hands of people that who I care about and I care about deeply. Someone, someone's gotta have picked it up by now. They're like, the phone number is an etymology. It is, it is deeper than the phone number. Thank you for the one in the back that gets it. Thank you. Um, louder for the people in the back. The phone number is a vehicle for me to explain in another way of making room replacing things getting something new evolving changing healing that is what the phone number is about i want a new number for all the new incredible people coming into my life in this upcoming year but for the most part the phone number like that's sacred how many, how much do people ask for phone numbers these days anyway it's not a lot so that means if the contact list needs to be solid I know if you hit me up through my phone number, okay, solid, only. 
So when I get a hey or hello or what's up or what's good or bonjour or however, you know, I know the other person on the line is pure in heart because I trusted myself enough to exchange the way to communicate with me at any point in time, right? Whether that's in the future, whether that's in the past, whether that's in the, yeah, these time zones, you know, whether I'm all the way in Japan or I'm in Hawaii or, you know, doesn't matter. You can communicate to me in the past, present, future, however you want to go about it, whenever you need me. It wasn't because I was being nice or I wanted someone to like me or a class assignment or because I was thrown into a group chat I wanted nothing to do with. And now this random dude got my number. No, 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 no. It's because I chose to give it to you. I want you to have it. I deem you worthy in heart and spirit. I respect you. The God in me respects you, honors you, sees you for who you are. And it's like, you, you can come, you can come enjoy, right? Let us share each other's presence and energy together. Let us sit in each other's energy together. Let us share that beauty together, right? Now that's worth spending my time on. That's worth my time. Someone I love saying, hello, hey, how are you? How's your day? Because I know you mean it. You know, every single year we change numbers. Something always changes every year, every day, every moment, every second. Even right now as I'm speaking, something could have clicked in your head and you're like, oh, oh wow. Yeah, no, this year there's no holding back. This is it. This is it right here. Take it or leave it. You know, we may grow older, we may change homes, we change our numbers of books or films we've experienced, we add something that we love or we may remove things that no longer serve us. Maybe that movie that you loved as a child isn't your favorite anymore because you found something that, you know, resonates with your being more or perhaps there's a new form of literature that you've discovered and it's like a gold mine for you and it just gets you. We may be hoping to achieve something in a period of time. Numerology is everywhere and all around us. There's a life path number. There's our phone numbers, license plates, home address. There's angel numbers on the clock. There's a lot that goes into that. And the accuracy of it all is staggering. Like when I saw, I did the numerology for my old number. And I'm going to tell you all about it for sure. For sure. This is us right now. I'm going to tell you all about it and I definitely calculated it and let me tell you the tea. So let me tell you what's up. My old numbers, mobile numerology, because that's what they call it. Mobile numerology is six. It's best for hospitals, schools, teaching, healing, counseling, and sacrifice. Knowing what you know now, I'm not saying it makes, I'm not saying the things are aligning, but they're kind of aligning. It inspires gossip and great for free services. And I am presuming the shadow aspects of the number six for my old number. So it's also obsession, insecurity, jealousy, and possessive. Always sacrificing your desires for others. Wow, it's almost as if I spent a whole year learning about like, it's, I just can't make it up. Wow. Now, what's the new one? My new mobile numerology number is two, which is sensitivity, understanding, and intuition. 
diplomatic and tactful. This number inspires cooperation, grace, and power. Very great for relationships and connection. It's a different invitation. So my point being, if there's something you've been putting off, something that is in need of replacement, something that should be arranged differently or rearranged or changed entirely this year, now is the time. Now is the time. Every time is the time. Whenever it hits you, that's the time. Whenever, you know, it could be during this episode, after this episode, you come back five months later, you re-listen to this again, and then it hits for you. Whenever, there is no such thing as something happening before it's time. But if 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 you're feeling the vibes, I'm, now is the time. Now, not January 1st, not December 31st, you know what I'm saying? Not when they tell you the time is then. You know what I mean? There's a reason those things fall through because we're all operating on different timelines and different energies and different modes, right? By the time someone could be listening to this, it may not even be March of 2023 anymore. They could be listening to this at like, uh, it could be 2026 when they listen to this. Hopefully this whole thing is still up. <laughs> I keep this wisdom up somehow, some way. But my point is being now. When it hits you, that's the time. It's always the time. Change is all around us and it's happening all the time. Anything can catalyze us into action. I woke up that morning and that's what I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going into a new era. I'm going into a new time. I spent all this time healing. Do I look like I have? I don't. I don't. I do not. And yeah, then I called up and y'all know the story. You know the story already. And that's what happened. You know, there's always another way, a better chance. Don't wait until the new friends show up or the new life happens. Prepare for it. Get ready for it. Organize yourself for prosperity. Heal. Let go of the past. Change your number. <laughs> Too many people have your number. That weird dude at the bar, you know, that one acquaintance that nothing ever got up off the bar, the ground. You know what I'm saying? Change the number, right? Change it around. Do something different. <laughs> Maybe it's not even changing. Maybe your number is perfectly fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? But future you speak Spanish like a romantic. Prepare yourself. Study. Absorb it. Watch romantic movies embody that energy just be it embody it and if you need to heal before you embody you must release an aspect of you that you no longer identify with do that do whatever it takes for self whatever it takes you know as long as you're not hurting nobody else xyz as long as you in your own energy your own bubble of healing if if that means turning to people hey I'm going to be a hermit for a little bit. I'm going to go heal. When I come back, I'll check in with you, right? Whatever needs to be done, there must be another way, a better way, a smarter way, a more evolved way to get through things, for things to be more easy, for things to come with more peace. You know, maybe, maybe we don't always have to be fighting all the time, blocking all the time, removing all the time. Maybe all it takes is, is one, one fell swoop. Maybe it's just addressing the self. So, 
We can either be imposters or we can become. I believe imposter syndrome is actually a deep insecurity surrounding our inherent lack of self-worth. And I think it can bounce around through skin, through ethnicity, through, you know, whatever you you want to put it through. But I've seen that because at first I noticed imposter syndrome. I was like, I thought this was just, you know, you know, for the melanated folk and then everyone started getting imposter syndrome i'm like oh okay so this is an insecurity thing this is a lack of self-worth thing we're surprised when we receive the things that we ask for and then say it's too much i can't handle it i don't know what to do but you do you do know you've always known because you've already been embodying it so just relax into it you've been studying your butt off to get into that university and now you're in it and you say you don't belong and da, da, da. the opportunity would have never been given to you if one, you weren't ready for it, two, it wasn't already yours in the making, or three, there's something better coming. So now that you know that now, looking back at my experience imposter syndrome was a waste of time i look back and i get sad sometimes for a younger me for child me because i'm i think and i'm like you should have enjoyed that a lot more you should have been able to stand in that with pride and excitement and you should you shouldn't downplay your achievement you know now do i look at some things i'm like it's not a big deal absolutely Absolutely, don't get me wrong. But then there's other really, really dope things that, heck yeah, I should have celebrated that more. I should have, you know, and then you do the shadow work and then you do get to celebrate those things and enjoy them and love them and be very grateful and accepting of them. But the point still stands. You are an author. You are a poet. You are a dancer. You are a lover. You are a genius. You've already been embodying these characteristics. You've been doing what we've been put to do which is being human beings embodiment right it's even better it's even better it's my favorite i love this so much it's one of my secret flexes it's so much more fun when you're embodying these things in a vessel that's been advertised as everything but so beating the odds right oh you can't do this you can't do this because you're black. Oh, baby. My soul does not care. <laughs> Step aside because I'm about to show you how it's done. Okay. What are you talking about? See, that whole conversation with skin. Really great episode. Really fun. Would recommend you go see that. But, you know, it's beating the odds. It's a, what our ancestors wanted of us. Yes. And the same thing applies with wanting to become. You want to become fluent in multiple languages, study, record yourself speaking, record yourself reading out loud. When you're reading French out loud, when you're reading Korean out loud, when you're reading English out loud, you are speaking the language, babe. You are fluent, right? You are in the process of fluency. You are being fluent. You are in the process of acquisition. It's beautiful. Well... You said you want to be attractive. You want to be hot. You want to be beautiful. 
Well, what's in your mind? What's in your heart? What are you good at? What's your soul like? What is your character? Are you honest? Are you any good? Hotness is not a commodification that can be bought. You can buy all the surgeries in the world. But what's in your heart, though? What that soul do? That's what I want to know. So what intrinsic value do you have? What do you embody that makes people sit back in awe of you and be like, man, they are gorgeous. They are beautiful. What is, what is timeless about you? What could transfer your soul into another body and the translation would be as clear as day? Let this be a year of embodiment, of finding another way. Self-love is not a linear path. Healing is not a linear path. Life has never been perfectly linear. Sometimes a detour is walking yourself back home to you. The soul is saying, come home to me. The body is saying, come home to me. It's about time that you're, you're in your body. When's the last time you were in your body? Some yoga and meditation will be good. And listen, bonus points if you start crying. I was in the middle of my yoga last year and I was like bawling all over my mat. When's the last time, you know, I you stopped dissociating? You know, you don't have to, you don't have to drown yourself to protect yourself no more. You can come up for air. It's okay. You know, it's been too long since you've danced. It's been too long since... I've seen you sing or write or study that craft. It's been too long since you've taken a risk and took a damn chance on yourself. It's been too long. Embodiment is work. Healing is work. But it lasts a lifetime. Once you get over the hump, it's done. Life just opens up. It's just so delicious. It's so fun. It really is. It's not even that scary. I'm going to be honest. It's not that scary to go look at your inner child. It's a baby. It's a baby that other people neglected. And did. So why are you doing that to you? There must be another way. Once you've garnered accountability and self-awareness, that's it. You have it for life. I mean, what's the other option? No, let's sit about Let's come here. Sit down. Listen to me. Think about it. What's the other option? What's the other choice? Are we seeing the same chaos that I'm seeing on this planet? Like, what's the other choice? If not to be accountable, to be self-aware. To see things as they are, not as we wish them to be. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been preparing. I've been ready. You know, if you're not ready, get ready. Get prepared. You know, you know, I'm ready to be seen, to be heard, to be understood. I'm ready to be misunderstood, quite frankly. I'm ready to miss. I'm ready for people to misunderstand me so deeply that it triggers them to now go within themselves to learn to understand themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready for the new connections and the parties and the good time and the great energy and all the sparkling to pour. I'm ready for my online community and to connect with everyone so much more. I'm nervous. I get a little nervous though. A little scared. I don't. I don't. But I'm more excited. 
I'm more excited. I think that's the that's the part of being human, right? The part of a returning back to being, right? You do experience a little bit of fear. You do like a bit of nervousness. It's like when when you're, before you're about to step on stage, but then there's like an excitement and a rush that's going through you as well. You know, I'm more excited for the new adventure, for this new chapter, for the new faces, for energies that I've that are so new to me that I cannot look back at my past and be like, hmm, how does this line up? <laughs> That's how messed up shit was. <laughs> that I can look back at my past and look at you now and be like, hmm. You know, I'm, I'm ready to not even recognize that. That's how good things are about to be. That's how good things are about to get. Understand? Yes. Yes, now you know not to let the bad people in. Yes, now you know not to tolerate nonsense and toxicity and narcissism and whatever. You know it. You see it for what it is. It cannot remain. It cannot stay. You do not vibrate on the same frequency. You are not, you're not even in the same room anymore. You're no longer pandering to the things that have attempted to destroy you. So what's the next challenge? Um, can you keep your heart open for all the good coming in? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh oh. Can you recognize good when it's knocking on your door? Yeah, you can recognize the bad, but can you see the good? Can you be open to the new bonds and relationships and not allow the past to taint them? I'm not saying the past won't freak you out or have you scared or, you know, but the more important thing is will you let it stop you? Will you let it get in your way? I'm not letting none of y'all get in my way, quite frankly. It's all very exciting and invigorating, you see. Can you trust yourself to get the task done? You see, all of these things lead back to the inner world. Back to our inner child, back home, right? The inner, the, the child, a child's form, a child is so pure, right? So when we're saying inner child, we're talking about our purest form of existence. Before the influence, before you know, you were told you're not worthy or you're not cool or, you know, whatever other people that have been wounded, other children that have been hurt, you know, now turn around and because a lot of it happens when we're children or the adults around us that they themselves have not acknowledged those aspects of self. You see how we just all run around each other? It makes me kind of sleepy think about it. What's not to love about someone who embodies health and a healed aura, someone who is full of life, you know, and I'm not even talking about faking it because I heard the whole fake it till you make it and that can work for some, absolutely, but there's only so far you can go and I think that's part of the imposter syndrome, right? It's deeper than that. You got to go deeper. You can't fake it. You got to embody it. You got to be a human being. What? I don't, you'll get it. You'll get it. Someone's like, what's the steps? Like, how do you, you just start being. You said you want to be a romantic. Where are your romance books? You said you want to be coquette. Where is your classical music? Where is, you know, the pinks, the pastels, the whites, the creams? Where is your Tumblr vlogs talking about angel aesthetics and you know what I mean and you are allowed to be multi-dimensional as well so you can combine combine them mix them up what is this whole throwing yourself in a box 
I do not understand. What is the whole throwing yourself? You don't have to be in a box. You don't want to be in a box. There must be. What? What is it, class? What's the title of this episode? Another way. Another way. There must be another. When I heard, I'm going to rant about this. I have to talk about this in a future episode. Everybody panicking over aesthetics. I was confused. I was like, I thought we were just, especially since I was doing the whole dark academia thing. I thought we were just dressing up. I thought we were just having fun. I didn't think we were just shoving ourselves into these boxes and spaces and being like, man, I really love Coquette, but like I'm really in this like dark grunge. Okay, so be the light and dark aspects of self. Play around, have fun, kisses. Are you kidding me? We're too multidimensional for this. What? What are we talking about? <laughs> Sometimes I just... Sometimes I feel like I'm in a room with my generation. And I'm like, what are we even talking about anymore? Do y'all even know what y'all saying? Because y'all don't. I'm confused for you guys. But, um, yeah, I'm not even back on hands. I'm not even talking about faking it. Because we're beyond that, okay? Stop the fakeness. You just too... Enough social media. <laughs> enough Facetune. Enough surgeries. Enough... Okay, let's stop it. Stop with the fake. All right? Be be something real. Be something tangible. Be something, um, be more, right? Be more than that. Be someone of substance, please. We need more of that. You know, it's not even difficult to be interesting anymore. Like, it's not. It's not even difficult to enrapture the attention of a room anymore. That's why I implore you. My love, my dear, mon chéri, be someone of substance. Be a being. <laughs> you know, believing it and deciding it with every cell of your being. See, it's not about faking. Decide it and then move forward. Okay, fine, you fall off a little bit. So what? Rest during that period and then just get up and do it again. Okay, you're on pause right now. Press play. What happened? What's wrong? You know what I mean? So, I've been gone for a minute, and it looks like y'all are getting an ample amount of of beauty for this one, because I still have more to say. Let's talk about choosing better. Now, this is all about choosing to be better, and choosing to do our best, and be our best. And our best looks different on different days, under different circumstances, right? So, be your best when you are resting, right when you are not moving you know when you are when you are just still but be the best in your stillness like candles listen to some classical music some jazz some frequency music right frequency about love frequency about prosperity abundance you know with the little gold coins falling i love listening to those you know when you are in rest be your best when you're in rest Read that book that's on the top of your list. Be the best when you are in rest. Sleep deeply. Sleep well. Rest deeply. Rest well. When you are in work, be the best that you are in work. Not in burnout. Goodness gracious, no. Learn yourself. Learn who you are. Study yourself. Your desires, your wants, your pet peeves, what pisses you off. What would set you off on somebody. And what would have you come 
Know the cost of your peace. Know, know your thyself. Know yourself. And then choose better. Choose better. Recognize the aspects of yourself in your life when you're like, I could be better here. You could be better in rest. Yes, you could. You are burnt out over here making a list of blah, blah, blah. Your vision board got all these things on it and you're burnt out. Your body's screaming for help. Your heart is screaming. Your health is screaming for you to stop. If you do not stop now, your body will choose when you stop. You need to look at the effects of burnout. They're studying it right now, actually. It is not cute. It will subtract years off your life if you keep playing with it. Please stop. That vision board got too much movement on it. You need to put like someone laying on a beach. You need to put some books on your vision board. You know, a, a cup of coffee or um, matcha or some, ooh, what I really love right now. I love me some turmeric latte. I love me some turmeric milk. Some golden milk, absolutely. I don't care what you put on the vision board, but there's too much movement going on. You know, um, except if you put some yoga <laughs> or a little bit of Pilates, something low impact. But you need to figure that out. I just called somebody. I don't know what rock I threw and I don't know if it hits you. But like I said, you're welcome. Free therapy. So, you know, I personally believe we all have a duty to be better than the past. I do. But in order to do that, we must have the courage to look at where things went wrong. There must be a courage to recognize that this neglect is not fact, but a product of the environment that we grew up in. And not to make excuses and, oh, they're just a product of their environment. Oh, welcome to being a human being. <laughs> We're all products of our environment. Why? Because you're carrying out the same energy that the adults that did that to you, you that's what you're doing now. And now you hitting me with it? I don't got to sit for this. And you do not have to succumb to that energy either. But you're not seven no more. Bojack. <laughs> you're 36 how long you gonna keep acting this way you are 57 how long you gonna keep acting this way you are not five i really need to talk about bojack horseman on this show i almost legitimately forgot i need to talk about bojack horseman on this show watching that show before shadow work and watching it after whoo we whoo we it's truly a masterpiece and the people you resonate with whoo the characters you resonate, oof. Okay, which rolls me to another piece of media. God of War, Ragnarok. And it is a video game. And Kratos turns to his son. I believe I should link that to this episode. Somehow, some way. But Kratos turns to his son and at one point Thor. And ultimately, to us, right? Turns to his son, Thor. And then to us, ultimately, right? And says, we must be better. We must be better. It is not about avoidance. The truth is we're just avoiding ourselves. It is not about neglect. The truth is we're just neglecting ourselves. It's acknowledging these things, yes. And then having the courage to say, we must be better. I must be better. I must choose better. There must be another way. Avoiding love is not an act of bravery. But that of a coward but Lonnie, I've been hurt. Then choose better. Choose yourself. Choose to heal yourself. Choose to trust yourself. Choose to love yourself. Truly, no shortcuts. No half-ass. No BS. Stop it. Stop it. 
See all the ways you've been either hurting others and punishing yourself or hurting yourself and punishing others and then choose better. Turn a new leaf. If not now, then when? Because whatever we may call this, whether you believe in a higher power or not, the universe, God, the divine karma, or just the laws of energy, <laughs> you know, if you're my scientific and not spiritual or a mixture of all, it's okay. We're multidimensional. That's how, you know, I get it. You know, someone, something, some energy of sorts is keeping score. Something is keeping score and the longer the repetition goes, and goodness forbid, you know what's wrong and you're choosing not to fix it. You're choosing to sit in it. You're choosing to frolic in it. At that point, it's on purpose. It's on purpose. It's taking accountability. It's to choose better. It's to heal. It is forgiveness. It's to nurse yourself back to health. That really does help clear the slate. But no one can do it for you except you. So um, we're going to get into this in a future episode. But stop bullying people online. That is a mode of keeping score. I do not know why y'all do that. It's one thing if you're holding someone accountable. It's another thing with the bullying. Ooh. Natural order is keeping score. Stop playing yourself and choose better. It's silly to watch our antics at times. It really is. It's almost comical. I I wonder what we look like to whomever is running this experiment. <laughs> like, because sometimes, you know, like, you, you know, that's why I, I implore people to play video games. Like, play a little bit of Animal Crossing. Play Sims 3. Sims 4. I'm a Sims 3 fanatic. I see y'all suffering with Sims 4, but you can play it if you want to. Everyone has free will. Everyone can do what they wish with their time. Sims 4 is not one of my first choices to each their own. <laughs> they just make y'all pay too much for the mix. Another time, conversation, Lonnie, Lonnie, but play a little bit of it. And just like, if you've ever, it's better with Sims 3. Just put your sims and, like, don't touch them. Just let them do what they do for a day. The things you'll see them do on they just, the their free will, air quote, essentially. You know, it's a little comical. It's like, it's like, it's silly stuff. It's like, now you know you're not supposed to be drinking all this juice. Because now you always gotta go to the bathroom. Why'd you make those choices and those decisions? I didn't make you do it. You're doing it all on your own, right? Because they have engines that they can run on themselves. Like the Sims 3 is just like better on the engine. Whatever. You get my point. Play a little video games, right? There, <laughs> like I was mentioning, there is, there must be a better way. We have choice. We have free will. There's always another way. A better way, a smarter way, a healthier one. And I mention this because it puts control back in your life, right? The way you feel, the way you act, what you put in your body, the way you treat yourself, the way you treat others. It's you. You in control of that. So as Kratos grabs his son's shoulders and says, 
we will choose the gods we wish to be, not those who have been. As Kratos' wife, Faye, looks to him in a distant memory holding their child, we are not our failures. We are not who we were. We must be better. So strive to be the individual this year. Strive to be someone of substance. Strive to be, you know, the hermit in their nose in a book, if that's what you wish. Strive to be the one with their skin full of tea tree serums and their hair decorated with braids and ringlets and their body adorned with their favorite articles of clothing and fabrics. You know, strive to be incredible at what you do. Strive to be one of a kind. Strive to heal. Strive to be healthier, happier. You know, choose happiness, not self-destruction. You know, embody the best version of yourself. Give yourself all the space in the room you need. Why not? Why not? Giving people all this room and space they don't deserve. Wouldn't it be better if you gave yourself all that room and space? So you can see where you stand it with yourself? So then when you come across people doing nonsense, you're like, oh, mm -mm, I give myself way too much space, time, energy, love, care, happiness, joy, prosperity. I've organized myself too much for you to come up in here acting the way you acted. You got to go. Mm -hmm. so you see when you give yourself the patience accountability you give yourself faith and courage you put good things inside of your body your mind and your heart having a strong sense of self knowing who you are being connected mind body spirit is going to be so important paying attention to things as they are, not as we wish them to be, being bluntly honest, facing the truth is more important now than ever. Do the work, do the healing, do what needs to be done, right? Remember changing phone numbers, all that stuff. Do what needs to be done, okay? So then you can be at peace. So you're not getting random hellos <laughs> and nonsense in responding to things that are no longer meant for you. Do what needs to be done. You'll be grateful you did. I know I am. I'm real happy. I'm so happy. I'm so content, please. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And now I'm relaying this to you. A blueprint, a map, some directions of sorts. Does it have to, you do not have to follow all of it. Of course not. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. As always... It's been real. Take care of your spirit being in essence. Good luck.